Artlist.io What's up, what's up? This is Carson Charisma. And this is Greg Wilson. And you are back for another episode of the Anomaly Podcast. Yes, season one, episode three. Greg, how you living? Yes, indeed. Greg is living well. Greg is living well. Yes. As am I. As am I. How was your weekend? I had a really good weekend. What'd you do? Um, Some friends came up. Okay. Uh, We don't get to see them often, so that was nice. So you said they came up, are they where they live? In a different state, or yeah, they, so they, okay. they live a state away. Okay, okay. And um, they were celebrating um, uh, a friend of mine his um, his girlfriend's birthday. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, we went out with them to celebrate. We didn't go to like a club or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Nice little small intimate right. setting, right? You know, um, obviously worried about you know COVID mm-hmm. and um, gotta stay safe. Got to, got to, because you know I mean? the numbers are crazy right now. They're spiking. It's insane. Um, and it, it's it's. You know, it's really sad because, um, you know, you really don't want to necessarily like chance it by going mm-hmm. all over the place. Right. But at the same time, you know, we were we were cautious. We were careful. And you want to live your life. Exactly. I mean, it's birthdays. Like birthdays are so important. It was. Friends and family are important. You want to spend as much time as you can with them, especially, you know, with the state of the world being the way it is. So. Exactly. It's so, good you got to do that. Yeah. And good. we went to brunch on Sunday, too. Oh, so. I love brunch. Was, I do, too. What'd you eat? What'd you eat? Um, I Let me got, live through you right now. I went. And I ordered, um, I had an egg over medium on like a, a brisket sandwich. It was so good. That sounds so good. So you know, good. I know brisket, but still it sounds good. Matter of fact, it wasn't a sandwich. It was a sandwich. A sam- that's it how was- you know it was good. <laughs> that shit was a sandwich. It was good. That's what's up. Good. That's what's up. And of course we have mimosas. <sighs> Bottomless? Not quite. But, okay, okay. You know. But you talked up a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. You had to go back to the kids, so I feel you. Right, exactly. You know what's up. <laughs> I feel you. No, um... How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. I had a Friendsgiving. Okay. Um, you know, I don't cook. I don't... I'm not doing that. Um, so my, my role and responsibility was to bring the alcohol. Okay. Um, I, I never have an issue there. <laughs> so, um, I did that. And um, I had a friend's birthday dinner at Fahrenheit. I've never been there before, so that was oh, really I love nice. Fahrenheit. It was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, great view of the city. Yes, um, it was beautiful. And so uh, did that. And then Sunday, I just kind of relaxed and you know, just you know, got some work done, cleaned up a little bit. Um, so it was a good weekend. It was a it was a for, excuse me for feeling for feeling weekend. Yeah. Um, needed it so. It was good. Everything's good. That's good. But um, let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. What are we talking about today? Okay. Yes. Um, so today I'm really excited about uh, today's oh, topic. Me too. Me too. Me too. And we are discussing gender roles. Gender roles. Yes. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go in. I'm going. You gonna, Can you I gonna, go? You going to jump right in? I'm jumping right in. By all means, go ahead. Are gender roles even necessary? Are they necessary? Do does it? Do you have to have gender roles to sustain a, a long-lasting relationship? Do they matter? Are they necessary? That's that's a really good question. Mm. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna kind of bring it back to you know back in the day. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, and when I say back in the day, I don't mean I'm not talking like just a couple generations. I'm talking like thousands of years, right? Okay. Um, where men were, you know, hunter gatherers, and they went out hunted. Uh, the food and they, you know, uh, told the woman to kind of like, you know, stay back um, and, you know, tend to the kids or right. and when I bring the when I bring the fish or the meat or the, you know, vegetables, or what whatever I'm bringing back home, you know, um, you can prepare that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, 
fast forward, you know, to times now, uh, we don't necessarily have to do that. Uh, we don't have to hunt in that realm, you know, right. um, which is a good thing. Right. <laughs> uh, Going out with bow and arrows. I'll be, I'll be back. Exactly. We'll go, we'll go exactly. get these deer exactly. for you. Exactly. Now, I mean, granted, we, we can hunt, but we don't have to. Right, right, right. Um, in order to get food. Um, I think biologically speaking, um, it was it was like that because biologically men are stronger, right? Okay. Uh, physically. physically. Right, okay. Exactly. I'm glad you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, yeah, let's get it right. Let's get it right. <laughs> okay. But, so in a physical sense, okay. men are stronger. Okay. So um, I think that if we're speaking physically, um, you know, and men being stronger back in the day, I think that's where gender roles kind of started from. Okay. But now, I mean... Things are more mental, and it doesn't have to be as far as like on a physical aspect as far right, as gender right, right. roles. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think where you know where gender roles come come in at is, um, you know, me being uh, a married man. Yes. Um, I believe that it is, and I'm a believer, so I don't have any problem you know saying this. But when it comes to the biblical aspect, you know, I'm spo- supposed to lead the lead the home. Um, and, you know, be a, um, a provider in a, in a certain sense of not just financially, Mm -hmm. but, um, emotionally and, um, you know, uh, mentally, spiritually, spiritually. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, when it comes to gender, you know, gender roles, um, I, I believe that, you know, I wouldn't say it's necessary, especially today, um, today's, you know, day and age, but, um, I could see how now, and let me back up a little bit too, because when we say the word gender, uh, gender is, let's see, how do we say it? Um, it, we're not necessarily discussing sex. Are we when we we're, right, right. When we say well, gender? I, I want to pause because I want to get into that a little okay, bit later. Okay? okay, so but but so your answer to the first to the first initial is it necessary? Is no, right? Like maybe good to have, right? But not necessary, right? That's right. what you're okay, right? Okay, um, in a sense, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they are a hundred percent necessary, but I do think they um, are good to have, right? Uh, however, um, to your point, they have changed over time, exactly. right? Um, now, nowadays, um, and then again, we're going to get to that whole gender and sex thing, right? Right. Those are two different things. Right. However, you know, over time, if you look at gender and what society pretty much sees as gender, Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people don't really dig into the definition of what gender is. Exactly. They think man, man, woman, male, female, right? right? So if we're looking at it, that aspect, um, it has changed over time because, you know, there are women who are you know, the ones quote unquote, bringing home the bacon exactly. and men are staying at home nowadays and taking care of kids. There are more stay at home dads now than there ever have been, mm-hmm. um, in the history of time. Right. Uh, and so gender roles, yes, they, they are good to have, but it doesn't mean that a man does one thing and a woman does another thing. Right. right it can right. be, it can, it can kind of be all over the board. And I think it's what works best for that couple. Right. Um, for me, I and a reason why I really was excited about this topic and talking about it because I've been told so many times like 
you're not submissive. You're not a submissive woman. Like, you need to do what I say when I say it. Like, and <laughs> these are the reasons why I'm so Is that how they Yes. Yeah, just like, you need to do what I say when I say it. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it's probably like reasons why I'm still single. Um, because it's like, you know, like for lack of better terms, I'm a bad bitch and right. I need you to, you know, I need you to match that energy. Right, right. Um, like ball shit. You know what I'm saying? And so I have no problem. And I think what a lot of men fail to realize is when it comes to gender roles, you hit it right on the head. Like as a man, my job is to uh, support my wife and my children, right. uh, not only financially, uh, but physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Exactly. And so I think being a single woman, when you tell a man like, hey, I need you to protect and provide, they automatically think financial. Yep. And that's not that's not what I'm saying. Like, right. of course, like. I expect you to to protect me and provide for me financially. Right. Um, and when I say protect me financially, like I need to know that like you're not going to make any dumb decisions financially without including me, like things like that. Exactly. Um, I, I come home and the house is getting repossessed because or the cars getting repossessed because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yes, protecting and providing financially is, is important, but um, you should be able to do that in other ways too, other aspects as well. Right. And so, for me. To just answer a short answer to the question, uh, long story long, yes, they're essential to a sustaining a relationship. I think we all have to have our boundaries. Um, however, it, within the relationship, mm-hmm. um, because I, I, I look at it this way, right? I look at my mother and father. They've been married almost 30 years. Um, and so Congratulations. I, yeah, for sure, for sure. Shout out to mom and pop. Yes. Um, I look at it like this. My father is the head of the household. My mother is the neck that supports him. And if you think of it, if I move, right, I move my head, my head is on a swivel. I can't move my head without my neck, right? right? So my father can't. Yes, he's the head. He's the one who leads, but he can't make that decision to turn left, right, go back, go forward without the support of his neck, which is my mother. Exactly. And so um, they have their roles and their boundaries, right? She allows him to lead, but he's also created an environment where she feels safe and comfortable to allow him to lead yes so when i get the 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 notion that oh carson you're not a submissive woman well no not to you not to your non-leadership skills have an ass that's not no <laughs> right. i'm not right right like i because i don't trust you right i'm not in a space to feel comfortable to allow you to take on that that more of a predominant gender role in this relationship right mm-hmm. um if i'm not listening if I'm going to gonna do it my own way, if I'm not taking heed to what your advice and what you're saying, it's because I don't trust you. Right. Right. And so um, in a sense, in a sense, they, I feel like they kind of they kind of are necessary um, because with without with any relationship, I feel like you need you need boundaries. You need structure. Right. In order for it to be sustained. Now, what that may look like is different for different people. Right. No, I agree. That's that's a good point. So um, I think that actually allows us to jump into. Um, maybe the next question, and I feel like you kind of answered this, mm-hmm. um, basically, you know, do you feel that, especially now, gender roles are more so of a social construct? Well, yeah, of course, of course. Um, I mean, think about it. I mean, everything at this point is a fucking social construct. Basically. Marriage yeah. is a social construct. Race is a social construct. Family is a social construct. Like, all this shit is like what we make it to be. Right. And society says men are supposed to provide and protect and do this and do that and macho macho. Hey, did you see the Saturday Night Live with um, with Trump when I, they when they Alex Baldwin mimic Trump so after I the saw, election? I didn't see. Um, I saw clips of it. I didn't see the full thing. Okay, so yeah, no, and it made me think of it because oh, I was saying macho macho. He was like macho macho man. <laughs> he, was saying, he was acting like Trump talking about macho man, but right. yeah, but like we have this idea that men are supposed to be just her, like, and um, you know we. We say, okay, like 
men aren't supposed to cry. Men aren't supposed to be vulnerable. Like that's female traits. That's this, that's that. Like, what does that even mean? You know? And so I think a lot of men and women get their ideas based off of what society says. Um, Like the whole notion, like he, if he can't buy you a Birkin, if he can't pay your bills, what sweetie say, if he can't, then send that nigga back to the streets. Wait, what? Like, what? Like, Bitch, I can't buy my own Birkin. Like, I can't expect somebody else to do that, right? Um, and for me, it's like I don't ask of anything that I can't do myself. Right. Um, I just want you to be able to add to that. And so that's why I think, too, um, I think we've had this conversation prior and before, just um, whether it be, you know, on camera or off. But, like, that's why I like Will and Jada so much because I feel like they have their boundaries. I feel like they protect each other. They allow each other the space to grow within their relationship. Um, do I agree with them being open and fucking other people? Not necessarily, right? <laughs> right? But um, I think they they have they've they have defied odds in regards to what society says should be a marriage. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what's what my biggest thing is. And so they add to each other. So it's like Will said, "Hey, I don't make you happy. I can't make you happy. You have to be happy on your own, right?" And Talk so I think it's important to. If you're going to ask somebody to be able to do something for you, you have to be healed. If you, you can't be, I was watching a, um, a clip the other day. Um, a girl kind of got on social media to vent about some guy she had been dating for, you know, over a year and he ended up cheating on her and, you know, all this stuff. And she's like, you know, he was helping me heal. I was helping him heal. No. Right. Like that's the problem right then itself. Like mm-hmm. you have to be whole before I add, like, I'm not looking for my better half. I'm looking for another hole who compliments my hole. 100% and 100%. You hear me? Right. And so I think that that the social construct is like we need, we have to have somebody to to compliment us or to complete us. Um, and that men have to be like this and women have to be submissive and be this. Like, no, like as a woman and as your partner, that's the thing, as a partnership, as your partner, I'm going to tell you when you're wrong. I'm going to tell you when, babe, I don't think that's a good idea. Right. Right. Like, and as a man, you have to be the head of the household. But remember, you cannot move without that neck. Right. Right. So I, th- I definitely think it's a social construct. What about you? What do you think? I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, that last piece that you touched on, mm-hmm. um, men have to be strong. Mm-hmm. But I, the difference between back in the day till now mm-hmm. is men have to be very strong. Right. But it's not physically Right. It's mental now. Mm-hmm. Men have to be strong mentally in order to lead. So give me more of that. Give me more. Um, well, basically, uh, you know, it wasn't so much, you know, um, thought put into go, go out and, um, you know, hunt for, hunt for food and bring it back. Right. Like that, that was the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You go out for the whole day. You know what I mean? You come back home after, you know, the sun goes down. You bring food and you cook it and mm-hmm. then you do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, but now... I mean, there's just so much going on in the world and you have to be strong mentally as a man for your family. Right. Um, I have to be strong mentally for my wife and my kids every day. Right. Um, so I feel that um, that um, being a partnership mm-hmm. is something that you need to um, both of you guys need to talk about right. uh, as far as your relationship and communicate on um, talk about your stresses for the day and have more communication, have more talks. Right. Um, I feel like, you know, in order to make any type of relationship work, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, there needs to be conversation about uh, what, um, you know, what you're going through uh, mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, men have to be strong, uh, be stronger and be more vulnerable these days. Well, in question, mm-hmm. um, and when you say more vulnerable, I think men are as vulnerable. I feel like they're afraid to be. And, and my question to you as a married man mm-hmm. 
is there less pressure being married or more pressure, right? Because I've all I've heard a lot of single men say there's a lot of pressure on men these days. There's a lot of pressure on men these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's a pressure on men in general. Right. Um, in, in for multiple facets of life. Um, but just in particular, gender roles, being the head of the household, um, you know, providing, protecting in more ways than one. Is there a lot? Do you feel a lot of pressure? And it's like it's almost that question of. Who provides therapy to the therapist, right? Exactly. So who, who, when you're feeling weak, is that your wife's duty to kind of pick up that slack? Like what, like how do you, how is that navigated? Yeah. So you have to, you know, bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and that's a really good question. I, I feel that, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's important to, um, you know, let your, you know, wife, girlfriend, whoever know what you're dealing with. Right. But here's the issue. Okay. And what you'll hear a lot of men say is, well, you know, if, um, if I put my, you know, if I put any emotion out there, I might be looked at as weak. Or it's going to be thrown in my face later. Or, or it's going to be I thrown hate in my that. Or it's gonna, But, but, you know, I can speak for a lot of men where, you know, that does happen. Mm. It tends to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you are, you know, uh, a man, he's vulnerable one time and he's transparent and he like, you know, he comes off and starts speaking on his emotions and then that same thing comes up later whenever, you're, you know, you're pissed off, you're having an argument. Right, right, right. Um, he's going to be closed off. He's going to remember that. He's not going to say the same Niggas thing. Niggas don't forget. <laughs> like, forget so, I didn't mean what I said. Right, right. right. But, you know, it, and that thing, it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when I say men have to be stronger mentally, that's the type of thing I'm di- I'm talking about. Right. Um, you have to be able to, you know, have thick skin, both male and female, but especially men. Mm-hmm. Especially men because... There's pressure on if, you know, if you are vulnerable and you, you know, let out some emotion, then it's like, oh, this nigga, he a punk, you know what I'm saying? He a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's sitting here, now, not saying you, but there are women out here that will say, oh, he's too emotional for me. Or there, he, but there are, no, okay, but there are niggas who are overly emotional. Like, and then there's women who are overly emotional, right, right. but women are emotional creatures right like we are like let's just be clear and maybe that's a gender role thing that i'm that i'm a double standard that a social contract that i'm i'm uh i don't know what do you call i guess submitting to right but we but we are built more emotional but since you touched on it's a good point that you touched on that Mm -hmm. because generally speaking or as time has shown women are more emotional creatures Mm -hmm. but times change Mm -hmm. and you know like uh, mental health for both male and female is are, is a real issue right. um, these days. And so, you know, um, I wouldn't say that, you know, men are more emotional than women because I, I don't I don't believe that. But I do feel that men don't tap into their emotion enough because of maybe what expectations society puts on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and just not to, you know, go off topic, but as far as the relationship, uh, I do believe that there is pressure. Absolutely. Right. For for men to. Um, to just not appear weak. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to when it comes to gender roles, my job is to provide. Um, and this is what I'm, you know, just giving a perspective. I can only speak, you know, um, trying to speak on behalf of men. But right, right. Um, my job is to provide. And when the first thing we think about is financial, right, right, you know right. what I mean? I'm I'm supposed to bring home the bacon, and I'm supposed to, you know, not really talk about my my day and my emotion it is what it is and i think that's crazy though right. i think that's like like how do you expect to like build a relationship or a rapport with anybody if you're to me to me what's weak is you 
not being vulnerable. It takes strength to be vulnerable. There's vulnerable. There's strength and vulnerability. There's strength in being able to to cry and to let it out and to say, listen, I'm frustrated. I'm angry or, you know, I don't feel like I'm doing my my best or, you know, I'm struggling financially. Or I'm struggling. And I think it's important. But, but you know, it's like, well, women, when you're not going to find the woman, you know, to do that or to do this, it's like, well, you know, maybe you need to pray for discernment because there's are there are plenty of women out here who are willing to come talk to me. Let's talk. Let's work through this together. Right. Um, I also know men who are so caught up in like the financial aspect that it's like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I'm not financially ready. I'm not financially ready. And it's like, you're never going to be financially ready. Let's, let's, let's be clear. Like you can be more prepared, but there's a lot of things in life that you're never going to be ready for. Like marriage, like, you know, having a child, like, I mean, let's be clear. Like when you got married, Mm. when you had your, your first son, when you had your second son, you getting married was a life-changing experience. It was. Mm-hmm. You having your first son was then was then a life-changing experience. You having uh, your second son was even more life-changing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. never something that you're fully ready for. You can prepare as much as possible. Right. Like, I'm prepared for marriage. I feel healed. I feel like I'm ready to settle down. I don't I don't feel the need to hang out with other women or go, right? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you can be better prepared in that aspect. Right, right. However, you've never done it before. So there were new things that came along with it. There were new changes. That's there true. were new, you, know, you evolved right. as a man, as a husband, as a friend, as right. a partner, right? That you would have not done until you have gotten married, right? right? right. Like you evolved as a father once you had your first son and learned your way, right? Like right. you're trying to figure out how the fuck do I change a diaper, right? right. Or he just shit on me. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like those are things that have never happened before and they, right. they're not going to happen until you do it. Right. And so, um, you know, I just think that it's important that we let go of the idea that men, when it comes to gender roles, that men have to be a certain way and women have to be a certain way. I think it's good to set those boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's good to to have those conversations um, about like what's what. Like, okay, well, hey, like prime example, right? Like my dad pays majority of the bills. Mm-hmm. He pays the bills, right? Everything big, mortgage, car notes, you know, all that good stuff. My mom takes care of utilities, right? Right. That works for them. Mm-hmm. That works for them. However, because she is, I will continue to repeat this, the neck that supports him. God forbid something happens um, with my father's job. COVID's here. Say tomorrow, they say, hey, we're, we're, we're letting go of the farm. Everybody's, everybody's done, right? My mother has set herself up to the point where, okay, I can pick up the slack. We, we going to live like ain't nothing changed right. because I'm, I got you, right? right. Like right. I got us, mm-hmm. right? And so my, my thing too is take care of me. I'll take care of us. Right. Like if you do your job as a man, for lack of better terms, right. If you're, <laughs> if you're right, we're talking about gender roles. Right. If you, if you do your job as a man. And so may again, create that environment for me to feel as though I can submit to make me feel like you can lead. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure if we got your wife in here, she wouldn't, but it told me I would have not married him if I didn't feel comfortable with him. Right. If I didn't feel safe with him. Right. If I didn't trust him to not only lead me, but my children. Right. You are raising two black men. Right. That your wife is great, but at the end of the day, she's not a black man. Right. She can't raise them into men the way you can. She can't teach them with the things you can teach them because she's not a black man. You feel me? This is true. Right. You feel me? And mm-hmm. so. And that balance, that balance, and to your point earlier, you have to lean on each other because I'm pretty sure there's things that she can give them that little bit softer side, that nurturing, mm-hmm. that caring as a woman that you like put some dirt in and you good. Oh, you, quick, you, you're right. quick to tell them, right? like do some push-ups or something. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So You good. And she like, baby, come on. Like right. mama got you. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's that balance. It's that yin and yang. So, and 
And that's a really good point, right? Mm-hmm. And you learn, I feel like you learn um, a lot of this when you guys are dating, you and your significant other, right? Because when you're dating, you, you learn. If you're if, dating with intention. If you're, if, that's a good Key. point. If you're dating with intention, right. yes. Um, to, you know. Some people out here nowadays just be dating, just be fucking. Exactly. All right. But we'll casual, get to that another. Casual sex. That'll be another day, podcast. Right? <laughs> so. Um, dating with intention, but that's that's the point. If you if you are dating with intention and you both of your uh, both of you look towards the future and your goal is to marry mm-hmm. or and not even to marry, but your intention is to stay together a to build a partnership, a part, right, right, um, and to be together for the future. Then you know, okay, this is somebody that I can be in a marriage partnership, whatever it is, right. with for a substantial amount of time. That being said, you've realized that you have found someone that you can be transparent with. Right. And that has allowed you to be open. Mm-hmm. Everyone isn't like that, right. Carson. You right. know, to to give the opportunity or to show them that, hey, you have the opportunity to to be open and be an open book with me. Mm-hmm. Um some people close that off right away. Right, right, right. And right. so and so and as soon as that happens you know, you get this man or woman that goes to the next person and they're damaged for the next mm-hmm. for the they next don't take person. the time to heal. Exactly. Right. And so then that's where society keeps building on that because the expectation based on previous experiences, there needs to be more of us. There needs to be more relationships mm-hmm. um, where we where there can be examples. But well, so for me, I've only been in love once. Mm-hmm. Right. I've only been in love once um, in my 28 years of life. And I think what made me fall in love with this person was that I had the ability. And still to this day, we're very close. And still to this day, um, I have never been able to be more transparent with someone ever. Like, ever. Literally, like, oh, did you have sex with that person? Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Let's go eat. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. very, like, very open. Like, well, how are you feeling? Well, this is how I feel. Bam, 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 bam. Okay, cool. How do you feel? Bam, 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 mm-hmm. bam. Right? Okay, well, let's work through that. You know right. what I mean? And I think, to your point, it's it's important to be able to have that, to right. have that, to have those boundaries and to have those um, expectations when you're dealing with someone. Yep. Because I think gender roles kind of fall, easily fall into that. If you're able to be it transparent, can. Can. right? Yes. If you're able to be transparent, if you're able to, to, to be real and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling, this is what it is, then honestly – gender roles and the societal pressures of it kind of fade away in a sense because we're able to communicate. So it's like, fuck what the world says. Right. Like if I told somebody else like, Oh yeah. Like, listen, like I know we're like kind of hanging out and kicking it, but I did like, I am talking to someone else and I am sexually active with this person. Right. Another guy be like, Oh no. Oh, uh -uh, she, (laughs) Oh, Oh, what? No. Uh, -uh, she, she talking to me and him. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, because of that fear of that being pressed put on a woman because we have those those same pressures right right or we can't be sexually open we can't be like oh well, i'm yeah i'm talking to you but i'm also talking to him because none neither one of y'all has said y'all want to be intentional so i'm gonna do me right because uh, <laughs> because i'm sorry go ahead no i was i didn't mean to cut you off no, but yeah. as men you know our egos that would hurt right 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 you know right I mean? just being and, just being real right so, and yeah. but but because i can't say that now now i have i have I have created this dynamic where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm falsifying who I am. Right. And so now these gender roles have come into play where it's like, it's, I'm, I'm, she, I'm the only dude she messes when I'm this, I'm that. And I'm back in my head like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Right. right. And so I think, I think to your point, if you, if you're just, if you find someone that you can be open with and have this dynamic with, then you'll be okay. I agree. So 
I think we should just go ahead and hop into the culture shock. Okay. Yeah, We're going to take it. the break from the gender roles. We, we, we need a quick break. We need a quick break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we kind of dove into a little bit of different of everything within the gender roles. But it was good, though. It was good. Yeah. It is always good. You know, conversations can just lead to, to all over the place, but it all ties back together. But you that's, know? that's what we do. We that's real. We raw. Transparent. So. Always motherfucking lit. <laughs> always. You feel me? So, okay. So, culture shock. So. You know, we we take this time to, you know, really talk about some off the wall shit, just some different shit compared to the topic we're discussing. Exactly. So I was on, you know, scrolling on the gram. Right. Saw a tweet um, from some random girl who tweeted Mulatto. I don't know if you guys know her, but she started off on um, the rap game on Lifetime. Right. Real cute girl, light skin, mixed mixed chick. Um, you know, she, her, her hit song, she's been out for a while, but she signed with Jermaine Dupree. Then she didn't, it didn't work. She signed with somebody else. I don't know who she signed with, but hit song is like bitch from the South. Throw that in back and see if Big you gonna catch it. Hey, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I call Mulatto what when I'm trying to get yeah, wretched. You I like, know? I like Mulatto. Yeah. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. she, she got it. She got the song. She like, she right now, female rap is like really cool to me. Oh, I mean, Women are putting on. They in the are. Game they right are. Now. And you know, it's like it's real. Like let's be real. It's bop music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's fun. It's fun. It's turn up with my girls. Facts. I'm a bad bitch. Put my lip gloss on. I'm you know, cute. Pre game time. Yes. You know, what I'm saying? That's the music. You know? Right. And I really love it. I love right. it. When I'm driving to my workouts in the morning, I'm like mulatto, big mulatto. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> get myself hyped. So I love it. Um, however, on the um, on the social media, I saw the tweet. Some random girl tweeted. At Mulatto, like, she want to be black so bad. She commented back, like, bitch, I am black. You know, suck a dick. I mean, verbatim, like, fuck you, right? Right, right. Um, So, you know, sometimes celebrities engage with with the trolls, and that's that's what she did. So... Then you slide over, and you know, on the internet, if you done did some shit, they gonna find it. Facts. Which is probably why I could never run for office. Because <laughs> um, I done did some shit. But, um, so they find it. So someone had pulled up um, a clip of her in an interview, and they said, do you identify as black? Mm-hmm. She said, I don't identify as black. I don't call myself black, but I also don't call myself white. I'm mulatto. You know, I'm mulatto. So people were like, oh, so you black when it's when it's beneficial for you, Right. Like, that's that's what you are. Right. So my thing was like, okay, first of all, right, if you, like, look up the term, right, a racial classification to refer to people of mixed white and black ancestry. A mulata is a female mulatto, right? Okay. Um, And so I don't know. I just feel like my question was when I saw it, like, can mixed people identify as black? Can they identify as white? Can they just identify as mixed? I personally think the world, especially when you're in such a um, spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. Such a, it's a, in a spotlight such as herself. I feel like if she had been like, well, I, I identify more with white people, it would have been an issue. Identify more with black people, it would have been an issue. And then hell, identify as mixed, it's an issue, right? So it's like, do we give these people a pass? Are they? Because think about it, back in the day, you know, a lot of us, let's be clear, like, uh, me and you, the color we are, because somebody great, 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 great grandpa raped our great, 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 great grandma. Let's just keep it real. Let's keep it hot. You right. feel me? Like, let, like, you shit, we, we was, we was brought over here on these slave ships, raped and beaten. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so, um, our men, you know, bucking, the term bucking, our men were raped in front of their, in front of their families. You know what I'm saying? To, right. to, you know, emasculate them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a long history of that. And so I guess my question is, is it appropriate for her to say, you know, 
I'm, I'm, I identify as mixed because, you know, again, to my point back in the day, if you even had a like one fourth, one eighth, not even one fourth, one eighth drop of quote unquote, you know, black blood, African blood, you were black, but you were just in the house exactly. rather on the field. Exactly. Um, which that leads me into the whole, you know, colorism thing, but we won't go there today. So what do you think? Like, what, like, is it okay? Is it, what, are you black when it's convenient? You think she's black when it's convenient? I don't know that much about her okay. to say that, okay. um, but I think that you touched on something, um, you know, really dope when you said, um, if she says, you know, uh, or I pretty much um, identify more with white side mm -hmm. or mm, I identify more with the black side. Mm -hmm. If she says that, there's going to be an issue. Um, mm -hmm. I identify more with white. If she says, uh, well, I'm black. You know, there might be an issue over here as well. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to satisfy anybody. Right. Honestly, let's just, you know, it doesn't matter what you identify as. Everyone's going to have something to say. Right. Everyone's right. going to look at you crazy. You can't please everybody. Exactly. So I believe that she can say whatever the hell she wants to say. Okay. I think that she can say that I'm mixed and it's fine. I feel like she can say I'm black and it's fine. I feel like she can say I'm white and it's fine. Right. Um. I really feel that she can do whatever she, the hell she wants to do because that is who she is. We're, we're speaking of fact. Mm -hmm. She is white. She is black. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, but I definitely don't think that, you know, you should be, you know, uh, playing the fence and teeter-tottering. You know what I mean? Right. When it comes to, um, or just saying that I'm black only when it benefits you. Or I'm well, saying that I'm white only when it benefits you. Right, right, right. Well, and, and I looked up the term, right? And it mm -hmm. says... Um, this is someone who's of mixed race. Um, cause I was just like, okay, what do people think about the word? Right. Like the gen in general, right. uh, the term mulatto is offensive. It is really antiquated, outdated term that is no longer used by anyone that has racial sensitivity. Right. I find it offensive. However, among some 20 somethings, which she is, the term is making a comeback and is used among mixed race people within their own group, similar to the N word. But if someone asks me if I'm mulatto, I'm offended, right? Mm -hmm. Because the term just, it was like the N-word, you know what I'm saying, back right. in the day. So, I don't know. It's like, it's it's kind of, I don't, I can't say what I would identify as because I'm not mixed. Right. That's, but I know I love being black. Right. So, and I know that, you know, our culture is something that um, is amazing. Um, and it is often... Um, try to be people often try to replicate what we do right um i don't know to I, like i said i think people would be offended either way people would have a problem with it either way she could she could be a mixed girl singing taylor swift songs and people be like why that black host singing taylor swift she knows she need to be right and that's what I actually what i was gonna say so um people are gonna have her issue with it either or but mm -hmm. let's just be real as well majority of people see her as black i agree she's she, you know she's white and she's black but if if we're talking about it, um, I mean, I mean, we we can bring him up because he was, you know, um, the president of the United States, Barack Obama. You're yeah. going to you're going to refer to him as black. But even though he's a mixed man, even though he's a mixed man, he was the first African-American president. Exactly. But he mixed his exactly. mama white. That's exactly. true. That's true. Predominantly. Right. Predominantly gene wise. If you're mixed, you're black, you're white and black. The predominant gene is black. That is true. So that is fact. That's so, true. Um, I think that, uh, you know, if it comes to something derogatory, if it comes to something that happens that's derogatory to her. Right. You know what I mean? And she's like, well, you can't say that to me because I'm black. Mm -hmm. You know, then I just feel well, like. I guess. And I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, I think, no, no. I just it's for me. It's the thing. It's the it's the transition. At what point did you become bitch? I'm black. 
because right. there's a, literally an interview out here right. circulating saying I don't identify with black, I don't identify as white, I'm mixed. But now on Twitter two days ago, bitch, I'm black, suck a dick. It's touching. so are you are are you or are you not? Like what at what point? Did you make this transition when black, because now let's be clear, black is more popular than ever. Right. And that's the thing. Black culture is popular. Black people are not. Right. And that's the issue. That's right. the problem. Right. right. And right. so, you know, now more than ever on social media, you see Black Lives Matter. You see by black, you see black power, black, black, black. I'm, I'm rooting for everybody is black. Right? Right, right. There's literally songs. I'm rooting for everybody is black. There is a song that, you know, right, that says that verbatim over and over. You got um, Issa. At, on the red carpet, who are you going for tonight? I, well, I'm rooting for everybody black, right? Like the, straight up, straight right? Up. So now it's just people are are less afraid to say I'm I'm say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud, right? So now is it like, well, are you? Did you make this transition? That's the question, right? Did you make this transition because black is now black people are embracing who they are and now it's becoming a thing? Like we lit now, and right? So, and, and so, so now, you, and so that's why you want right, to be black, right? Because a couple years ago when you started out, you told us you didn't identify as either or, and you were mixed. But but let's be clear, like, you know, I love my white folk, but if it white, it ain't right. Exactly. You feel me? Exactly. And, and, you know what I'm saying? And if it's black, I, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Like, right. And so I just feel like, I guess my thing is like, at what point did you make that transi- transition and why did you make it? And that's something we never know. She's not in the room for us to question her. Right, right. But um, I think that's the issue with people. With people. people are like, like I said, you can't satisfy anybody, but people are also like, well, bitch, at what point did you decide you was going to be black? That's a good point, man. You know? So that's that. You know, I just like, you know what I'm saying? We we had to, you know, switch it up for a second. But um, I want to hop back into gender gender roles. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we kind of talked, touched briefly on, you know, everybody knows at this point you are a married man. Ladies, he is taken. His wife will beat your ass. <laughs> okay. She, she don't play no games. <laughs> she don't play no games. Nah. As, as she should. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing. She ain't going to, or as she shouldn't. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't play with her, man. <laughs> um, so, my question is, how are gender roles applied in marriage? Um, as a married man, um, do those expectations change? Right? Do are they altered? Right? To my point earlier, if you know, God forbid, my father loses his job, my mother loses. Like, how does that does that play a, a role? Right? With the ever changing dynamic of your relationship as you get more kids, or as she gets a new job, or you get a new job, like how does that change? Um, and then you personally, you know, how do you all sustain your marriage? And because I don't, I'm not sure exactly how long you've been married, but how long do you guys? How do you guys sustain your marriage? And are there specific gender roles currently in your marriage? Thank you. That's yes. a really good question. Loaded question, but yeah. It, it is loaded. But yeah. so um, I think it goes back to what we were discussing earlier. And you brought up a good point when you said um, if you show certain qualities in yourself while we're dating mm-hmm. or while we're, you know, learning each other. And if you show me that, you know, you can be head of household or you can be um i would say a leader you know what i mean just showing leadership qualities now we're equal right you know what i mean like let's just let's just we say we you and your wife me and my wife okay you know we're equal and that's why that's how we have to look at uh i feel like relationships moving forward let's get deep here for a second um when uh me and my wife first moved um we moved from charleston to North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, was I, like ten years ago, right? Yeah, and I didn't, uh, I didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, but you boiling me? I got, a, I got a little, I got a little <laughs> bit of change. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but just to give you a little backstory, right, right, right. I didn't have a lot of money, uh, but I had the, um, I had the first job, um, you know, for for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know she had just graduated um you know uh, with her undergraduate and um we were basically living on my little bit of income what have you uh you guys didn't have kids yet no we didn't okay. we didn't have kids yet we okay. didn't have kids until um till after we were married okay um but i believe that she saw certain leadership qualities in me prior mm-hmm. to um us getting married mm-hmm. otherwise you know obviously she wouldn't have said yes right, right you know right. what i mean so um when we when we talk about submission you know what i mean i feel like uh there's a lot of men that just take like abuse the word mm-hmm. when it comes to submission and that's where a lot of women are like yo you're not about to tell me what the fuck to do right, you know right, what i right. mean type of situation and um men have to be careful with that you mm-hmm. know what i mean um, if a woman sees leadership qualities in a man, she sees, she sees ambition. Mm-hmm. She sees certain things that, you know, I think, uh, it was in a, uh, um, everyone remembers a different world with Whitley and, uh, Dwayne. Oh, a different world. Yeah. I was like, you said everyone remembers a different world. I was like, everyone remembers a different yeah, world. Yeah, the show. I'm You're sorry, talking about movies. a different world. Yeah, a different okay. world. The actual yes. show. Whitley and Dwayne. Oh, I love them. Right, right, right. And, um, he was like, Whitley? I'm a- oh, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> Um, Amazing, amazing show. I mean, it was ground groundbreaking for the culture. For sure. Um, and just man, just shout out to to you know everyone that was a part of that um, that show. But basically, um, there was a, a scene where um, Dwayne was like, you know, if I'm broke or something, or I don't have any money, you know what I mean? Or uh, and you know, I think he says something to the effect of, um, "And my poor, you gonna rock with me?" And she's like, you know, um, but. Uh, I think she touched on if a man has ambition, a man like that is never poor. You hear me? So never. Um, and I, I, you know, um, I don't have all the money in the world, um, but I do have ambition, right. and I think you know um, that is a quality that you know women look to see in you know in a man, mm-hmm. especially if they're going to submit. And right. I put that in quotation because submitting is not just you know if I ask you to do this or anything or or anything is like. Uh, command, command. Say it, say it again for the people in the back. Submission is not what, <laughs> please. Submission is not asking or, or excuse me, telling or, or commanding a woman to do, to do anything. Um, um, it's, it's more of a. Both of you guys have to respect each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's respect. Um, it, it, it is respect because in this, you know, um, there is a, a certain way where if I'm expecting, you know, um, for and expectations, you know, you have to be, you know, be careful with that. Mm-hmm. But if we're, you know, if it's give or take, if it's a partnership, mm-hmm. you know, we need to be meeting each other halfway. Right. Uh, when it comes to certain things. So um, when it comes to gender roles, basically, and what I was going to say was, you know, um, me and my wife have split the bills before. Mm. You know what I mean? And we have, you know, um, she pays for, you know, um you know, we we split the bills. Mm-hmm. We we've done it fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem saying that. And now, have you guys always done that? We haven't always done it, but we have done it before. So it's it's one of those things. To my point, and you know, in the, the question, do the expectations change? You guys have evolved because you know. Prime example, if and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't mm-hmm. want to you know put words in your mouth or speak on your marriage, but. Right. From my understanding, what you're telling me is, you know, hey, when we first moved here, she didn't have a job. Right, I did. Right. So I'm assuming you took care of everything. Right. right? right. And I, so, exactly. Right. And so, you know, I, hey, babe, I, I got this interview. She goes, it's a job. Y'all doing your thing. OK, so now we're in a place where we you can start paying for stuff. You, right. you're, you're, you're now bringing meeting me halfway and shipping in and blah, blah, blah. Right. But to touch to jump in on that. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point where she did find she found a job. She found a great job. Mm-hmm. 
and um, she ended up making more money than me. So let me Run just me speak that on check, that. baby. Yeah, let me speak. Well, <laughs> let me just speak on that for a second because a lot of men will feel insecure about something like that. Let's just be real for a second. Mm-mm, you got a sugar mama, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean. Um, they will feel emasculated. They right. will feel intimidated by a woman that makes more money than mm-hmm. them. You know, so I can't speak on all men. But for me, you know, I did, you know, I got to be honest, I did feel a way. But at the same time, I looked at her as, you know, an equal as my partner. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel any type of way because I want her to succeed regardless. She is her own individual. I think you talked about. Pause, 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 pause. I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I, you just hit a, You just you trigger something for me. <laughs> I think it's so important what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I want to. And I, that's why I want to spotlight it. Mm-hmm. That I want to see her succeed, right? I want, believe it or not, I do believe that in a relationship, people can become jealous of their partner. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you didn't do that. And that's beautiful. And I commend you for that. Right. Because, I mean, she, we talked about it, you know, um, beforehand. She is her own individual, Mm -hmm. regardless of our marriage, regardless of the kids. Mm -hmm. She's still, she's, she's a woman first. Right. She was a woman. She came into this world as a woman. Mm -hmm. So she's a woman first. So you have to, you know, allow, and people are going to change. People are going to grow and they're going to continue to, you know, and I, like I said, I want to her to succeed. So I can't allow my ego and feeling any type of way about, you know, what kind of paycheck you're bringing in, uh, to, you know, cause turmoil and and friction, uh, in our, uh, relationship, marriage, partnership, whatever you want to call it. I got a question. Okay. Okay. So this this was a situation for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was dating this guy um and uh we lived together. Um and I will never forget I was like, "Yo, you know, you need to pay the light bill, you know, the light bills, you know, whatever." And he's like, "All right." So I told him how much the light bill was. Um the next morning I wake up, he's like, "Babe, the money for the light bill is on the counter." I'm like, "Cool." So, um, on my way out of the door, you know, pre-COVID, going to work right. <laughs> into an into an office, um, I get the money off the count of the counter, and I'm looking, and it's twenty dollars short. And I said, "Babe, you you're missing twenty dollars." And he was like, "Oh, well, that's all I had to spare." Okay, I want to repeat that. <laughs> I, I, I he gave me money for right. the light bill. It was twenty dollars short, and I said, "Babe, you're missing twenty dollars." He said, "That's all I had to spare." <sighs> so, What's your question. So. <laughs> So, um, it le- this is, I'm leading into it. Okay, so, okay. so I said, um, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I, uh, what do you mean? This is all you had to spare. Um, when you have spare money, that's when I ask you to get my nails done. Right. When I say, Hey babe, I want this new 30 inch weave. Will you pay for it? Right. Like that's some shit you have to spare. Right. right babe, right. let's go on a trip. I'm, I'll take me to dinner tonight. Like that's, right. that's some shit you, you have to spare. Right. When it comes to the lights being on in this fucking house, right. nigga, that's not no spare money. Exactly. And so that, that mindset for me right then automatically was a complete turnoff. Right. 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 And he's like, it's only $20. You're missing the point. Right. Can I put $20 with this? Yes. And I will. However, if it'd be different if you had said, hey, babe, listen, I know I said I pay light bill, but money looking a little tight because of this, that, and the third. But it wasn't tight because you were actually, like, doing something productive. Right. You out here losing money on some other shit, gambling, your weed sale didn't go the way it's supposed to. You out here <laughs> doing some stupid shit. You right. feel me? And so that that was that. Mm-hmm. So to lead and continue, that was just one situation, Right. Right. I had a friend at the time who um, I dated, but I dated him like in 10th grade. Okay. Have always been really good friends. Um, Made sure my boyfriend was comfortable with him. You know, like, hey, babe, this is so-and-so. Like, I want to make sure y'all are comfortable. Well, um, the guy has always been like, here, babe, you need something? Here, Mm -hmm. I got you. I got you. Like, well, throw me money anytime. Right. Literally could call him right now and be like, hey, yo, I need my my rent paid. He's like, yo, I got you. No worries. Like, 
you you always been here for me. I got you. Um, dude is very financially well off. Okay. Okay. Um, so there was a point in time where me and uh, uh, my then boyfriend had got into it. Okay. So he's like, "Well, I just I'm leaving. I don't want to do." It. Okay, well, get the fuck out. Right. Bye. You right. know, you know me. Bye. Get your right, ass right. off. So um, I was like, "Damn, like it's the first of the month. I really don't want to pay all this shit." I'm like, well, I'm gonna call this nigga, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, like this is a situation, bam, bam, bam. He was like, well, don't worry about, like, I'm not gonna pay a third of it. I'm not gonna pay half of it. I'll just pay it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, thanks. Cool, thanks. Right, right, right. So pays rent, whatever. And I'm like, well, no, I'll give it back to you. No, you don't gotta get nothing back to me. Cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Right. So pays everything. Um, my then boyfriend, you know, obviously we figured the shit out, whatever. So um, I felt like you obligated to let him know, like. Okay, like I should tell you that because you didn't do you pay rent, then you didn't pay it. Right. Another nigga did, right, right? Right. And it was an issue. Oh yeah. It was a major issue that somebody else paid for my rent. Yeah. But you left, remember? <laughs> you got your ass up and was mad, so mad that you felt the need to leave. And you know it's the first of the month and you're supposed to pay rent. You know what I'm saying? Like you pay you pay rent, but right. you don't want to pay it. Right. So I called another nigga who will. Right. So what's the saying is like, you know, what what you won't do, somebody else will. Nigga, I got I had to get the rent paid. So what the fuck you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call this nigga who will who's willing to do it. And so I guess my thing is, why is that so why was it such a big deal? We, okay, because it would be different if I was in the house and we were all lovey dovey and everything's fine and I'm calling him just to say, Hey, can you pay for this? Can you pay for that? Can right. you give me some money? Right. You left. You left for the night. I didn't know if you was coming back. You mad. I don't got fucking time to be dealing with this shit. Your emotional ass, to our point earlier. We picking up gender roles, nigga. You don't want to pay. I'm going to call another nigga to pick up your gender roles since you don't want to pay these bills. (laughs) (laughs) So why, why as a man was it? Because even after he came back, he was like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then he got to the point where he was like, okay, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you dealing with this nigga. Because clearly... There's something there for him to pay all your rent. And I'm right. like, no. He's like, Carson, there is. And so he, at that point, he was done with the friendship. He was yeah. like, I don't want you being friends with this yeah. guy. So, all right. So. I need Carson, to know why. I got Carson, to know. Yeah, Carson, I'm going to be real. Like, that's <laughs> that's kind of messed up. What? Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Because well, on whose behalf? So, on him so, leaving? So I have a question. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When he left, mm-hmm. did y'all break up? Mm-mm. Okay. That's the thing. So. Um, he was mad and he well, he left. He left. We well, didn't break well, up. Well, let me give you a quick scenario because I don't want to make this too long. Okay. But if he went out, um, you know, or, you know, say uh, he was hungry and he asked you if he could get some food from you and you were like, and what he asked for, you was like, no, nah, I'm a little short on that. Like, I don't have that right now. Right. right? And uh, he was like, but I, I really need this. I want this or whatever. And you're like, No. And y'all get into an argument and you leave. He calls up a, a female friend. And she gets him food. And she buys this dude food. How you going to feel about that? Food and a place to stay? There, it's completely different. Now you can't here fix yourself a peanut butter and jelly fucking sandwich. You hear me in some How chips. How you going to feel about it, though? No, that's completely different than my household. I have to pay rent or they will kick your ass out. You feel me? Like you're you're telling me you're hungry because you want something that's right. type of food. Right. Oh, I really want this. My that's not what I did was not a want. It was a necessity. What if it was a necessity then? Oh well, then get the bitch to pay your food. Goodbye. And your you food. you don't care. It's food. If it's a necessity, it's food. <laughs> like if, okay. if my thing is my thing is this. You came back to the house. Right. He's talking about get the money back, get the money back. Well, are you going to give me the money back? Are you going to give me the money? Y'all, my, thing wait, is, my thing is. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're fine. Y'all were really $20 short, though. 
No, I mean, he, he, that's what I'm saying. He gave me, he, you were 20, like, nigga, you $20 short. You fucking kidding me? And the thing about it is, I could have paid my rent. I right. could have paid for the $20. But we have established those boundaries, right? right We've right. established those quote unquote gender roles. Right. And so, if you're in this house, and the way he moved in was all fucked up. But if you, and, and you know, now I look back on it, I wasn't ready to live with somebody and all that shit. But that's a whole other story. But, you know, the relationship in general was a fucked up relationship, clearly. But we, you have moved in the house. You're living in this house, which mm. my name is on the lease. Right. Because you moved into my shit. Right. We didn't even really talk about moving in. It just kind of happened. Right, right? right. And so my thing is you have moved into this house and now we have, we've discussed, okay, you're going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of this. You're right. going to do this. I'm going to do this. Right. So don't, don't be mad that I go and find somebody else to do it when you don't hold up your end of the deal. So, so yeah. So the, the issue, he, he was wrong from jump right. because the issue was communication. If you would have told me from, from jump, Hey, look. I fucked up the money. Even if you're bad with money, I have been bad with money before. I have, As caught, my, have. I have caught myself in some, in some deep shit with my wife because I didn't say this is what happened with the money type of situation. If I'd have just came out and said I messed, I messed up this money situation this time, I wouldn't have got into so much trouble right. or something like that. So, she would have been so angry. Exactly. So in this situation, if he would have just came out and told you I messed up, we're short beforehand before the day that the, the bill is due i pick it up and i'm like what the fuck is exactly. this so in that sense he was wrong from jump mm-hmm. but from a man's standpoint to go and ask for the money <laughs> or to allow another man while you got it would be different if he left and you guys weren't in a relationship anymore we didn't break up exactly we were so, angry with each other so so you know just being upset you know is enough because you know, from a man's standpoint, to a lot, if another man is like paying for my woman, I am going to feel away. But let's be clear, that's just your pride and ego. But that's see, what it is. There's nothing else wrong. That's it's nothing else but your selfish pride and ego but, at that point. But still, but so you're saying though, it's it's not a human nature to have to have that because I'm telling you, if uh, if you allow for your man to have a woman that will pay for something, you know what I mean? If like you said, you didn't have it, and you know. Doesn't even mean that something's intimate there. Right. It might just be a friendship. And she was like, Oh no, don't even worry about it. I got you. That's your that's your nigga, that's your boo. Mm-hmm. My boo. You you gonna feel a way about it. I don't care what you say. I feel like food, no. Now if she's buying if she's buying him clothes or like right. gifts or something right. like that. Like right. like it'd be different if the nigga had bought me a purse and was right. like, Here you go. You know what I mean? Right. But because I felt like you got so angry and so in your feelings mm-hmm. that you decided to leave. Right. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I just wanted to get your perspective because I was like, (laughs) that's always been like all my niggas friends was like, bitch, you tripping. I'm like, what? Like I had to pay my bills. So tell me what, I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts? Like, was I wrong? So, so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just, just putting it out there. But, um, I think, you know, as I previously said, you know, it was his responsibility to communicate to you. Hey, I didn't have the money at this time, mm-hmm. or this is this is how I messed up the money way beforehand. Mm-hmm. So there's no issue. You were surprised, you know what I mean? You were caught. You were you were surprised, and that's what pissed you off the most, right? Right. You know right. what I mean? Um, but like I said, I mean the fact that y'all didn't necessarily break up, because then I would be like, okay, nah, that that's your fault. You know what I mean? I mean, because how many times have we been pissed off at each other and we've like stormed out or we stormed away, maybe going to another room or right. something like that? So, um, but yeah, I mean. You you have to communicate these things. So, and I'm 
I'm glad that we like talked about that communication piece because that's where the balance comes in between me and and my marriage and mm-hmm. my relationship. Just being um just being c- communication it might sound cliche, mm-hmm. but it really is that important. Major key. Um because you you guys have to um look at it as though, you know, you're equal and you're, you know, uh you have that partnership and I can lean on you if something ha- were to happen, you know, and that's that's the key. No, I mean, no surprises. Right. You know, if there's no surprises, if you, you know, if something does happen, because we all make mistakes, we're mm-hmm. not perfect. And we have situations where we could have done, we could have done something better. But are you someone that makes a mistake and can learn from it? And even if there's potential that it happens again, you're just not continuing to do it over and over again. Do you really learn from your mistakes? Right, right, Type right. of situation. So change behavior. Exactly. Um so in regards to, you know, when I speak about my marriage um, and I talked about previously where we we split the bill, being uh, I'm old school. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, didn't, I didn't potentially like I don't see and I didn't see where that would always be the case if we had to split the bill. And we did. We didn't necessarily have to, but it worked for us. Mm-hmm. So you need to do what works for you. Did you all have a joint bank account? Oh, yeah. We had a okay. joint bank account. And I mean. You know, we 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 set a, a budget each mm-hmm. week. You no, know, we good. talked we mm-hmm. talked about money. We set a financial budget. We had Excel spreadsheet. We had different things. We communicated. We talked about it. Um, everyone isn't willing to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you have a certain partnership and that works for you, um, so that's why I said. I mean, when it comes to gender roles, things are different now because you know if you really have an equal partner, you can make things make things happen. But now that I'm making more money, I would. If my wife wants to work, she can work mm-hmm. and have her money. Mm-hmm. But I would prefer to pay for everything. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right, that's right. the way I'm, you know. So just, being that, okay, I prefer, and I don't mean to cut you off, but oh, no. I, I say the saying, I, the statement, I prefer to pay for everything, mm-hmm. right? So are you are you the type that, okay, I prefer to pay everything, but if I am, you know, I want the boys to be taken care of, I want the, the dishes being be in the sink, dinner on the table when I get home. Like, is that, is it, that, are y'all that specific with your gender roles? Or is it like, hey, babe, oh, babe, I'm going to, yeah, I know your work, your wife works in the medical field. So it's like, hey, babe, I got a 12-hour shift today. Hey, no worry, I got the boys, I got dinner, I'm good. Even though you're paying everything. Like, how, how does that work? How does that work for you all? Um. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that, um, especially, especially in the time where she was, you know, um, she made more money than me, even though that doesn't necessarily make a difference. It, it kind of does mm-hmm. as far as like you picking up some slack. Right. You know what I mean? Because traditionally, if we're looking at gender roles, you know, the woman cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids. Mm-hmm. The man goes out and, you know, provider, you know, brings home the bacon type mm-hmm. situation. But if we're equals, we're equal in all aspects. It's not just financial. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, if she's tired from a from a day, I'm going sh- I'm going to clean up the kitchen. Right. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to nurture and tend to them. I, I just I need to say something. Sure. I just want to I want to let our, our listeners know. Y'all, Greg makes his wife tea every morning. <laughs> and I think it is the cutest fucking thing. And you know, I just that's my standard now. Nigga, if you ain't gonna make me tea, I don't wanna <laughs> be with you. No, but seriously, I think yeah. that's that's amazing. That right there, yeah. I think alone, like kind of sets the tone of, of like if, if someone is to ask you like, well, how's your relationship when it comes to gender roles? Well, I, wake, I make my wife tea every morning and I right. wake up and make her tea. That alone kind of shows like 
we don't necessarily have these strict generals, exactly. but we evolve and we go with the process because exactly. life changes. Exactly. People evolve. You get new jobs. You, you know, hey, maybe one day you all might want to have another kid. That might change the dynamic, right? Whatever, ha- what have you. She made more money. Now I make more money. We split the bills. I prefer to pay the bill. Things change. And exactly. I think it's, it's great that you all are flexible in the aspect. Right. I think it's great that you are the type of man who says like, I know my wife likes this tea, so I'm going to m- wake up in the morning and make sure, right. you know, she has her tea because it that starts her day, right? It makes a difference. It does. It does. And I think that's beautiful. And I think you even told me, like, she doesn't even like making it herself because you make it better, right? right like, right, how right. cool is that? Exactly. Um, and I think that's really a really dope thing to have. So I commend you for that. Appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's those type of things where a woman says, you know, if something were to happen, I don't mind going to bat for you mm-hmm. because you look out for me. You right. know what I mean? If I'm tired, you know what I mean? You you don't mind giving me a massage or, you know what I mean? It Rub these feet, nigga. It ain't about, you know, I'm happy that you bringing in some money. You got a decent job. And, right. you you know what I mean? Your bank account is nice like that. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. But it's the little things that matter. Okay. And so, you know. As hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again for it's the little. It's the little things that matter. Y'all hear that? <laughs> so, um. Uh, a woman will will be happy to, um, and I don't even want to use the word submit, but I, it will be an equal partnership um, if you know if men just didn't focus so much on certain on certain aspects. Submission just, happens you naturally. Have to meet each other halfway. You it happens I mean? naturally yeah, so. when because because you do those things, she trusts you. You right. have built a rapport with her right. to say yes, I'll take your hand in marriage. Yes, I'll have children with you. Right. Yes, I'll pay half the bills. Yes, I'll take up the slack because I know. You have that ambition. You have that drive. You're going to take care of me. You're going right. to be a great father. Like, you show me these things every day. And because you e- exemplify, like, what a man is supposed to be, um, I have no problem if you say, hey, babe, I'm going to – I know this might be rough, but I got a lot in savings and we'll be good for six months. Right. But I want to quit my job and start my own firm. Right. Okay. Right. I got you. Right. Let's figure it out. Right. Let's figure out a way to do it. Right. Um, but if you've shown that you're going to be $20 late on the bill and you ain't got no, you ain't you $20 short and you didn't tell me ahead of time, you better not ever quit your motherfucking job. Exactly. You hear me? Exactly. <laughs> you better not never, exactly. you quitting what to do exactly. what you see, you see, right. so that's the, that's the difference. But, um, we, um, I mean, what, what do you, what do you think? Or do you, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up or no, the only thing I would say is, um, just what I touched on earlier, just do it best, do, do what works best for you. Right. Um, as far as, you know, because like I said, um, gender roles are a social construct, as mm-hmm. we said earlier, and you just have to do what works for you. Um, look at yourself as, as, as equals, but at the same time as men, you want to take the lead, but you need to take the lead in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, not just, some. not just, not just some things, but right. in all aspects, it's, it's a, it's a tough job, but, um, men really just, Put your best foot forward and try to take the lead. Women, I would say, um, do your best to, like, you know, hear them out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You guys have real conversations. Right. And communicate and, and have the have the tough conversations that you that you might have trouble having. Right. Because that's where breakthrough happens. Mm-hmm. That's where the transparency happens. And if you're honest and real with each other, then, you know, then there's no, um, you know, there, there's room for error. And you guys can grow and become better together. Agreed. You know what Agreed. I mean? So Yeah. And same. Um, I think. Uh, men, especially our single men, um, you have to understand that when a woman says she wants a protector provider, it doesn't necessarily mean financially. Um, it means financially, but it means in all aspects exactly. to your point, show up in every aspect. Exactly. Um, because even if your finances are a hundred percent, right. If you're showing up in the other areas, then I'm gonna rock with you, right. I'm gonna exactly. rock with you. I'm gonna hold it down because I, you've shown me and you're giving me the trajectory that more is to come. Right. Um, and then again, for my women to your point, you know, listen, um, have those tough conversations, 
Um, and don't be afraid to, to, you know, stand up for what you believe and what you want. Um, you know, don't settle if there are, if you're dating a guy who's not meeting your expectations for what you need, um, as far as quote unquote roles go or what you need in your relationship, yes. don't settle, don't settle. Right. And same thing for men. men don't, settle. don't settle. Um, I think, I think you have to just pray for discernment. Absolutely. Is this person, the person you mentioned earlier, do I see a, a longstanding partnership or do I see marriage with this person? And if your answer is no, chuck the then chuck the deuces. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether marriage is your end goal or not, do I see a longstanding partnership? Do I see longevity in this relationship? Um, can this person protect and provide financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally? Is this my person? Right. Is this my person? Right. Um, and so that's what I think it's about. For sure. Man, I appreciate you, man. This was a, a really dope episode. For sure. Um, as always. As so always. Thank you for your perspective. Girl. Indeed. And vice versa. Y'all, you know what it is. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at theanomaly.podcast. You can also follow my personal page. That is Carson Charisma, K-A-R-S-O-N-K-A-R-I-S-M-A. That's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and like every other. You always going off. My bad, my bad. <laughs> and every other um, platform that's out there. And, uh, you know, you can follow your boy at um, Greg R. Wills, W-I-L-S, so G-R-E-G-W-I-L-S, um, and that's I-G and Twitter. Awesome, awesome. We love y'all, and until next time. Take care.